वेलकम टू फेस्टिवल्स ऑफ इंडिया द लेटेस्ट सीरीज इन रसोई के रहस्य आई एम योर होस्ट पायल कपूर जॉइन मी एज आई एम्पार्क ऑन अ जर्नी अक्रॉस द कंट्री टू सेलिब्रेट फेस्टिवल्स ओकेजन्स ट्रेडिशंस एंड फूड आवर गेस्ट्स ऑन द शो आर पीपल फ्रॉम डिवर्स बैकग्राउंड्स लिविंग एंड शेयरिंग their journeys and memories with us namaskar rasoi ke rahasya ke is naye episode mein aap sab ka swagat hai hum ek baar fir sankrant ka tyohar manayenge aur is baar hum apne aakhri padav par pahunch gaye hain we have reached the east which is going to be our final destination to celebrate Bihu in Assam. Before I take you to meet our guest today, let me tell you something about her. Our guest today is Jyoti Das, who, in the words of many, is considered to be the legend of Assamese cuisine. She is not somebody who simply writes a cookbook, but she is someone. who has brought out the history of assamese cooking of northeastern cooking and given us details down to the stories of the origin of the food this is exemplary and so important when we look at trying to understand and revive any particular food culture for most of us sitting in different parts of the country it is extremely intriguing to think of what food is in another culture in another region of our country so we're going to hear some wonderful stuff about assamese cuisine and about how the festival of sankranti is celebrated all the way in assam so without much further ado let me welcome my guest to the show who i'm extremely excited and honored to have jyoti das jyoti ji namaste and welcome to rasoi ke rahasya hello payal namaste and hello to all the viewers i'm jyoti das and bihu ulog to you that means bihu greetings to you all Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm sure uh, this is this it's this is a very exciting episode for me because I have always personally been very fascinated with the northeast and uh, the beauty and you know all the natural beauty that exists over there and the cultures that are so ancient and date back to so many centuries before us. So uh please share with us what is it that we don't know about sankrant about bihu in assam through your own uh, journey and through your own memories of it over to you jyoti first i would like to well i would like to thank you for inviting me to join you with your cooking school rasoi ki rahasya you have made cooking without looking possible You have broken barrier to start where you are today, 
even unable to see the world around you thank you I so know. much thank you so much it's a really an honor to be at your broadcast i am feeling proud to share our celebration of mark bihu festival with you yes you have selected four different regions of our country and as and our assam being one part of the four mm-hmm. thank you once more for inviting me to your podcast episode now let's begin bihu is our harvest festival and it's very close to our heart we have three bihus pohag bihu karti bihu and mag bihu mag bihu celebration is normally of two days sometimes it's three but we assamis enjoy it for longer for us our mag bihu celebration is for a season that's we call it season of bihu mm-hmm. bihu botor mm-hmm. mag bihu is celebrated of mother nature's gift to mankind the harvesting season is over and the granary is full it's a time when the flower beds are colorful if you come pile to my place you will see the my flower beds are colorful mm-hmm. with winter blooms and vegetable gardens in abundance here abundance and easy availability and the atmosphere creates happiness Yes. So it is the time of eating and merry making. In Assamese, bhuk means to eat. Bhuk means to eat. <laughs> eat, eat, and eat. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> our mag bihu is called so. Our mag bihu is called bhugali bihu. Yes. This bihu coincides with the celebration of Pungal and Makar Sankranti of yes. other states. Yes. This time of year is relaxation time for the farmers after working hard in the paddy fields. They enjoy a break from cultivation and relax and enjoy time with family and friends. It's also a time for family reunion. I have many sweet memories of Park Bihu which I always cherish. and especially during this period and love to share with my with the new generations and new friends like you yes also with my children i was born in silong now it's the capital of meghalaya once yes. it was capital of undivided assam ah okay we have yeah it was the capital of undivided assam okay there are seven states at the time the seven states were one Mhm. We had about 3 months winter holidays after our annual exam. Okay. We like to spend the time with our grandparents, uncles and aunties and cousins at our ancestral place Nongao. Mhm. We always look forward to that season of Bugali Bihu mm-hmm. as it was time when we had no restrictions from our parents. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no more restrictions. So we used to do whatever we wish because the, our grandparents they were on our side. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They just want you to have a good time. Parents have to discipline. Grandparents don't. But now it has changed. It has changed now. We are just like the free birds at our grandparents. Totally. The moment we 
Yeah, the moment we reach our destination from Shillong, yes, that would be early December. We would jump out of the car mm-hmm. and run straight towards the heap of paddy, which was stacked as bundles one upon another to make a small hillock. Yes, a scab there to be dressed and the grains to be stored in the granary. Mm-hmm. I, with my two brothers, would climb the hillock. Hmm. Of bundles and start jumping. <laughs> Our cousins should come. They also came. Uh, would come and join us. We would yes. jump and play till we are tired and hungry. We saw our elders watching us with a happy mood because unknowingly we were. We started the initial process. Of separating the grains from the hay by nice. our jumping, yes, and yes. about fifteen to twenty children jumping. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Crashing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss those days. I miss those days. I can imagine, and it's not even something that is is done any longer. It's all uh, yeah. mechanized now. It's not even like that. It yeah, yeah. Our ancestral home is kept like that. My cousin stays there, and I I like to visit that place. And my cousin says, "You should come more often because it's your place. It's your own place." True, absolutely true. So, uh, uh, during these celebrations, uh, what is special? What are what are the special? We all see, um, you know, on TV and things like that about the dancing that happens, the bonfire, well, and the singing. Dancing is not so much in Malpiu. If that dancing is in Bohagbiu, that's in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll. I'm speaking about a time when the preparation of Magbiu celebration started weeks ahead. It is still so at many homes of rural Assam. I have seen my mother, aunties. We call it paternal auntie Borma, okay, or Kuri. Uh, Elder mm-hmm. sisters be the whole day at my paternal uh, grandfather's place mm-hmm. with preparation of Bihu Magbiu. Till my grandmother was alive, they used to work under her supervision for the preparations of flattened rice, that's hmm. sira, and handoguri. That's hmm. our own jalpan. We call it jalpan. First, the rice rice is fried, and then it's made in, and then it is grinded. Okay, that's called handoguri, hmm. uh, and pithaguri hmm. is uh, you know rice powder. I see. The, the various rice powder. Uh, there were various rice powder preparation for breakfast and evening tea. And I still remember the taste of sira my grandmother used to make. Yes, I can imagine. So, yeah. it, is it is it all new? Like since the harvest is new, um, do they use uh, new rice and uh, things like that? This for for uh, Magpiu. No, actually, that's the harvesting is done. So all our new rice, everything is new. Yes. Sesame is new, jaggery is new, everything is new. Oh, okay. So everything is so fresh. Mm-hmm. So it tastes really well. And that sira my grandmother used to make, it was so fresh and crispy. We just ate it like bhujia. You know bhujia? Yes, yes. 
whenever we were hungry we just go and take a handful and just eat it love it was like yeah i am talking about uh, late 60s and early 70s yes yes whatever I, they prepared whatever yeah. they prepared our parent my, our grandmother or my mother or aunties about we are about 15 to 20 children we devour wow for the main bihu next uh, that's the next day of uruka the lady started their pitha prepares pitha and treat preparations mm-hmm. after having their dinner because mm-hmm. earlier they used to make but we 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 finished everything so after dinner for the mm-hmm. main bihu after dinner of the uruka they used to sit and make the bihu pithas and larus for the next day right okay and when they were done with the preparations of bihu snacks it, it was time to have their bath order for mm-hmm. lighting of the meji mm-hmm. that means it was almost morning mm-hmm. the, the ladies spent a sleepless night those <laughs> were the days <laughs> and and that's so much fun when you can stay awake all yeah. night and have pe- watch people doing work it's so much fun all night i feel like that uh, when i am talking about i am dreaming about my past <laughs> dreaming about those days when you get up in the morning Absolutely. all our dining tables were laid with full pitas and everything it's very the celebration of mohag bohag bihu sorry the the spirit of celebration of ugali bihu gave them strength right stand to our mothers and grandmothers hmm. which we can't see in today's celebration yes absolutely so there was a separate menu all together for the final day of the second day of the celebrations for magbi no, no I, i'm not i'm going into that afterwards before going to the beji and bhelagor and urukar bhus and main bihu let me tell you the significance of fire god ogdi please do please do. fire is closely related to mankind from time immemorial Hmm. our history tradition even creation started with fire that right. we believe yes it is the center of our life human civilization thrived around fire the atmosphere fire creates the warm sounding the fire bihu songs come out mm-hmm. dance come out stories come out spontaneously yes from prehistoric times fire gave men protection from angry animals and cold our mantra represents the primitive aspect of life with our relation with fire can you follow it our mantra represents the primitive aspect of life with our relation with fire mm-hmm. Magbiu and fire are two sides of a coin. Right. Then I'll add. Uh, I'll come to it afterwards. My aunt. I want to add from the barn as of the meji and halaghor. The ash is sprinkled in the paddy fields, vegetable gardens, fruit trees. 
for better yield. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. We, st- we strongly follow this tradition. Still, we follow. I'm still, I've still, I did this time also. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let, fine, let me share my experience of Magview fire at my parents' home. Please. My father will collect my father will collect the root of a large tree well in advance. You then make a pit about one feet deep with width about three to four feet depending upon the size of the root. Mm, mm, mm. The root will be balanced upon the pit in such a way that log fire comes out from mm. all sides. Mm. And with dry log Mm. He says, a fire is made on the pit. Mm-hmm. And every evening for two weeks or more, just after Bihu and before Bihu and after Bihu, my parents used to sit by its side and enjoy tea with snacks. Oh, nice. And that root would carry on for two to three Bihus. Two to mm. three years. They'll... And on the day of the Uruka, the entire dinner is cooked by the side of the Uruka uh, of the pit fire. Mm. Mm-hmm. The children will roast, will roast chicken, fish, potato, sweet potato, Lovely. and enjoy them as starter. Mm. To, today, at my home where we stay at uh, Ujan Bajar, I try to recreate the same atmosphere. But something is always missing. Mm-hmm. It's our parents. We grew up hearing radio, but our children with TV and internet. We are adapting to changes. But celebration of Bihu and Uruka with a tradition will always be close to our heart. Absolutely. We'll always follow it. Because it's our root. Bihu is our root. Absolutely. Let's come to Bhelaghar and Meji. Hmm. In urban area, the size of a Meji, here in my place, the size of the Meji is small. Mm-hmm. Whereas in rural areas, where it is a community celebration, the Meji is made very high. Hmm. Maybe 20 feet, 25 feet, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nowadays it's become higher and higher. <laughs> yes, true. Absolutely. <laughs> it's truly uh, completely. So you won't be surprised if you, if you see a 25 feet high Meji. Yes. And a black also. Yep. Meji is made of very, uh, Meji is normally made very high with dry crisscross logs hmm. within a raw bamboo frame. Right. It is ma- normally made in the paddy fields hmm. and the velagru is by the side of the meji. Mm-hmm. The size of the meji resembles a temple. Okay. And the velagru is made of green bamboo, dressed and dry banana leaves. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Community Uruka voice, that's dinner, 
is made inside the velakar okay and there is a tradition which also we used to do of stealing mm-hmm. vegetables from the neighbor's back yeah okay even chicken duck etc were stolen mm-hmm. by the village youth and cooked separately specially uh, separately and eaten by them right. unknowingly the elders didn't know about it even they knew they just overlooked it yeah <laughs> okay and they used to spend the night at the velagar yes before the sun rises it if it's a family affair the head of the family light the fire mm-hmm. after taking up if it's a community a senior member light the fire hmm hmm and after that the velagor is lighted hmm even the committee affair every household light a mezi at home okay at home while my husband or other other family member light a mezi mm-hmm. i take a plate full of pitas larus betel uh, flowers betel mm. nut and mm. a coin mm. and whatever we need for bihu mm-hmm. the first one is kept separately to offer to agni right why yeah. why lighting the meji mm. 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 we keep it separately mm. then we then i take the plate and and make three rounds around the fire mm. and we all offer all our family member and whoever is present offer pitas and flowers to god agni right then after lighting the meji and at the village velagar they have the bihu breakfast with sira dahi then sunga saul sunga saul is prepared with sticky rice and in bamboo hollow oh nice okay so, someday i would love to share this recipes with you pail please please and even if you taste it once you'd feel like you will have you, you want more <laughs> i'm sure i'm quite sure because sure. uh, the rice is new rice is sticky and the rice is sweet right and it and you should eat with it curd or sometimes uh cream and we enjoy our breakfast by the fire and then we come and then and we i come inside the, my house and mm. make the our bihu table layout because after sometimes our friends or family members they will drop one by one yes. and we also go and visit them but one person should is always at home right mm. so so we make take make the uh, bihu breakfast mm-hmm. bihu layout ready so then guests can come and have help themselves it's so in uh, in cities and towns but in village it is different yes they will serve you 
but yeah, guests serve themselves. Correct. Yeah. And now I want to share with uh, one thing with after I came to this family as a bohu. Mm-hmm. Uh, when after lighting the uh, uh, meji, mm-hmm. went from uh, I went to the kitchen for to, uh, to help in the breakfast, bohu breakfast. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law lovingly and very softly told me, "If you want to have bohu breakfast with us, you should wear a muga mekla sador." Okay. Our dress is called Mukha. Our day, we wear mekla sador. Ah. Piece. Okay. But sometimes it's three pieces also. We sometimes in occasions we wear three pieces. One is mekla, sador and riha. Okay. Okay. So my um, father-in-law called me, please change. And I went inside and change into a muga dress, muga mekla sador, and came out. And that's the tradition I am following till today. Wonderful, wonderful. So is this is this the is this the uh, the are these the clothes you wear and the jewelry you wear? No, it's the muga is the golden thread, and is muga is available only in Assam. Okay. It's. Or if you search Google, you Google it, you'll find that it's available only in Assam. Okay. And it's very, it's very costly. Nowadays, it's very costly. I see. Mm-hmm. And and so during Bihu time, we wear muga, muga meklasudar. Mm-hmm. Right. That's called muga, and one is silk. Right. And it's muga. Mm. Mugas are hot, very warm, very warm, and it's very durable. If you have one muga dress, it mm. will go lifelong. I can I pass see. my dress to my prime muga, my classador, to my granddaughter also. Okay. So, is this something that is worn by married women? No, every, everyone can wear it, and it is uh, the bihu dancers wear it. Okay. Bihu dance. You have seen Bihu dance. Oh, sorry, I'm mean, sorry. You know about Bihu dance. Hmm. While dancing, they use Muga, Mekhala and Riha. Not Sadar, Riha. Okay. okay. So it's of Muga. Okay. And let's come to in after breakfast, what we do. Mm-hmm. In community celebration after breakfast, that's a main bihu day. Mm-hmm. Local games like hitting the pot with covered eyes, egg fight, tug of war, etc. are played. Okay. I remember joining running running race, three mm-hmm. legged race, sack race during my childhood. Okay. And egg fight is very popular. Have you heard about egg fight? No. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yes. <laughs> Next. <laughs> and there is a tradition of holding buffalo fight from centuries on yes. the first day of March. Right. In some places of the state. There is a belief that the buffalo energy is at its peak 
and if they are exhausted by fight they will not attack human being ah mm-hmm. mm when in the year 2016 supreme court banned animal fighting yes i know there was yeah, in in tamil nadu also it mm. used to happen yep mm. but there is a village japi hojia japi hojia and that's in shivsagar district of aparasam hmm they found a way to carry on the tradition hmm they held fake buffalo fight with men wearing headgear with ah, costume right <laughs> representing the buffaloes right yes now we can come to food the recipe part no i think Yes, that's the best. The the central part, all the traditions and all are so uh, beautiful. But eventually, it always comes down to the food table on a celebration. Our actually, our bihu pithas are normally made with sticky rice or normal rice. Okay. And we, I love to make with johar rice, and johar rice has a very unique flavor. Okay. Do have you heard about johar rice? No, I don't know the differences of rice. In fact, if you ask me, sticky rice also I've heard of sticky rice in various kinds of Far Eastern cooking, but I have no idea what is uh, what makes sticky rice sticky rice. It's sticky rice. It's uh, it's sticky, so it's easier to make those pitha, steel pitha. It's it's makes in man with sesame. Okay, so we make it with til pita, the those til pita, and narikol pita with the sticky rice. So sticky and rice is a quality of rice, or is it a preparation? Sorry, pardon my ignorance, but is it a quality of rice? It's a quality of sticky rice. It's a quality. It's sticky rice. When you cook, it becomes sticky, like glue. Right. Okay, I get it. Okay. And there are three colors. One is black. One is white. One is red. Oh, all three right. Colors. Okay. So, so you're going to be making pita. You make pita with uh, sticky rice because it needs to be yeah, steamed and put together. Rice, uh-huh. Yeah, I make pita with sticky rice, and I make also pita with normal rice powder. Okay. Also, that's we call it ghila. We fry it mm-hmm. or we steam it. Mm-hmm. Those recipes are uh, in my site www.assamiscuisine.com. Yes. Yes, I will put that link in the uh, description as well for people who are interested in uh, looking yeah. at all the recipes and, that you have on the website. And you can also find it in my book Ambrosia. Yes. Yeah. And there's it's in the recipes are also there. Hmm. Now, our state is a land of varied culture. Mm-hmm. Tradition and culture in food habits will always persist in our life as long as civilization is there. True, absolutely. For uh, for Urukar Vos, we love to have a duck curry preparation with asgard, and some prepare it with black gram. Right. For Urukar. Bhus, because bhus means uh, the dinner. Urukar dinner. Bhus means eating. Huh? We have two to three in dishes. Mm-hmm. Ethnic tribe and today generation have added another. That's pork preparation. True. 
The reason we prefer to have a duct preparation because during winter, fat accumulates in duct's body, making it more delicious. Mm-hmm. It brings warmth to our body in cold winter. Right. Other than meat dishes, we have fish dishes and many roasted mm-hmm. side dishes, which mm-hmm. are vegetable or it may be non-vegetarian also. Mm-hmm. To enjoy and feel Mark Bihu mm-hmm. celebration, the best place is go to the village. Right. Where you'll see community fishing as part of Fogali Bihu tradition. Mm-hmm. That fishing, community fishing is very popular yes. during this celebration mm-hmm. now about the recipe part first I will share the pita it's normally made of any rice powder which is available in the market you can make, anybody can make it and mm-hmm. it's very not hard it's very easy okay anguli literally means fingers in Assamese Yes, ungli, even in Hindi, and, is uh, finger. Anguli, yeah. yes. And it's one of the most relished varieties of pita. Right. Just like, just like the fingers, the longer and more slender the anguli pita, the more tastier and better. Right. So the ingredients should be rice powder, 150 grams, salt to taste, Oil four tablespoon, mm-hmm. crushed paper half mm-hmm. sorry one level t- a teaspoon, mm-hmm. aniseed half teaspoon, okay, water to make the dough, right, mustard oil sixty milliliter. Mm-hmm. An onion for medium size. Okay. It should be uh, sliced into rings. Right. And slip green chilies for slice uh, sliced tomatoes. Right. Two medium size. Slice capsicum. It's mm-hmm. optional. Right. One medium size. And grated coconut. Two tablespoon mm-hmm. and beaten egg too. It's optional also. Beaten egg you can add or it's up to you. Right. Now first make a dough with the rice powder, salt, crushed black pepper, aniseed, and water. Mm-hmm. Tight dough. What kind of a dough is it? It's just like you make puri dough. It's a bit harder than that. Right. Mm -hmm. Then, out of 150 grams, I make about 40 thin rolls. Right. Mm -hmm. I divide into 40 and make thin rolls, Mm -hmm. about one and a half inch in length. Mm -hmm. Then, I steam cook cook it for two minutes. Mm -hmm. 
and then dip the pithas in cold water mm-hmm. for five minutes and drain. So just straight away, it's not steamed. You just put it into boiling water and uh, allow it to cook, is it? No, you can put in boiling water or you can steam cook also. Okay. okay. Both ways you can do. Now, heat the mustard oil in a karai. Mm-hmm. Add the sliced onion and green chilies and stir. Mm-hmm. When the onions are soft, mm-hmm. add the sliced tomatoes and capsicum. Right. And if you want, you can add the tomatoes at the end also. Right. Okay. Now add the pithas, anguli pithas, and sprinkle some salt and stir mm-hmm. gently. Mm-hmm. Then add mm-hmm. the grated coconut mm-hmm. and stir. And if you want to add beaten eggs, the beaten eggs, then you push the pithas away from the center of the karai mm-hmm. and pour the beaten eggs. In the middle. Right, yes, yes, yes. Okay. And and gently stir it. Right. Now you push the uh, pithas toward the center and just gently stir it. Stir for a minute and serve with pickle or sauce. Nice, very interesting. Yes, mostly mostly like a snack. Yeah, yeah like a snack. And you, uh, you can keep it in the fridge for two to three days. Right. And just uh, when somebody comes or you want it, just you microwave it for a minute. Ah, nice. So you can, but you can also, can be also just, let's say I don't want to make all the pitas in one go. I don't want to cook it, but I have boiled it and I have, or steamed it and I have kept it. So can I just put those into, uh, let's say, uh, you know, a, a container or something like that, put it away in the fridge and then fresh. Then you have to stir some oil. Okay. Because otherwise they, they might stick. Right, otherwise they'll stick. Okay, so just mix it, sprinkle a little oil and sort of give it uh, a yeah. little bit of greasing and then just but put it away. I'm, I'm uh, tell, giving you only 150 grams of, I'm using only 150 grams of Rice powder. Mm. It won't be much. Mm. No, I'm just, so I'm just saying this is for 150 yeah, grams. If you want to make it in large quantity, just stir fry it in a uh, little oil and right. put it in the refrigerator. Yes, that's what I just, just, I'm, I'm just asking, like in case for people like us who won't be doing this all the time, in case we make a uh-huh. slightly larger batch, can we store it and then, yeah. you know, cook yeah, it? Yeah, I just, uh-huh. Put as um, just stir it in water, sorry, oil, right? Warm oil and put in the freeze. Mm. Perfect, sounds really interesting. And you can add curry leaves also, dhania powder, coriander yes. leaves also. Yes, absolutely. It's up to you. And you can also sprinkle cheese. Sometimes I sprinkle cheese. Yes, the variations are uh, variations. These kind of things, the base, when the base is so simple, you can do anything yeah. to create variations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and next one you told me you wanted one meat recipe na i'm yes. sharing with you the mutton curry yes the mutton curry my mother never used uh, tomatoes in this mutton curry okay and she used to put uh, uh yeah potatoes mm-hmm. but um, but i don't use potatoes Yes. Are you make it without potatoes? Mhm. And here uh, rice powder can be optional to you because my mother never used rice powder in this mutton curry but mm. I love to use it. Okay. Mutton curry. <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, everyone's curry. everyone's own preference in any case. My grandmother yeah, never yeah, used yeah. tomatoes in her cooking at all. There was no my maternal grandmother there was no tomato in her kitchen. Ever. Yeah, and in those days, the tomatoes were sour. It were not sweet like uh, uh, nowadays. <laughs> yes, true, true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Okay, this mutton curry I'm going to share with you. Yes. This this mutton curry goes extremely well with parathas. Oh, excellent. And with a chili pickle, huh? Nice. When we are growing up in Silong. My mother used to make it twice a week. Oh, one for Sunday lunch and Wednesday dinner. Nice. And it is perfect in this chilly weather. Yes, I can imagine it sounds like that. So mutton will be around shave 750 grams. Mhm. Onions about 4 medium. Okay. Garlic cloves 15 grams. Mhm. Ginger 10 grams. Okay. Green chilies 4. Okay. Card bitten card 1 cup. Right. Is card should be thick and fresh. Right. Turmeric powder 1 teaspoon. Mhm. Coriander powder one and half teaspoon. Right. Cumin powder one and half teaspoon. Mm-hmm. Pepper powder two teaspoon. Mm-hmm. Mustard oil seventy five milliliter. Okay. And paspuran. Do you use paspuran? Yes, I've heard of paspuran. Yes, I use it. I have it with me, and uh, a lot of people now know that they are the five spices mixed mm-hmm. together. Yes. Aspuron is one level teaspoon. Okay. And bay leaves three. Okay. Dry chilies three. Okay. Garam masala powder one level teaspoon. Okay. Salt to taste. Mm-hmm. And rice powder is optional. Okay. If you use it, two teaspoon. Right. And hot water six. 600 ml. Okay. And for garnishing, chopped coriander. Perfect. And I while I have noticed in uh, uh my mother in a later stage she used mustard oil. Yes, as yes. for garnishing. Earlier she didn't use mustard oil for garnishing. In this recipe. Mhm. Mhm. Now 
cut the meat into one and half inch piece sizes. Mm-hmm. Wash and drain the meat. Mm. Peel the onions, wash and chop. Mm. Peel the ginger and garlic cloves. Mm-hmm. Wash and make a fine paste of the ginger and garlic. Right. Wash and slip the green chilies. Mm-hmm. In a large bowl, place the meat. Then add the curd, right? Ginger and garlic paste. Mm-hmm. Cumin powder. Mm-hmm. Coriander powder. Mm-hmm. And turmeric powder. Mm-hmm. And salt. Right. And marinate for an hour. Marinate it, basically. Mm. Marinating it. Hi, I mean, for an hour. Okay. Then heat oil in a curry. Mm-hmm. Add the bay leaves, dry chilies, and pasfuron. Right. When the pasfuron splutters. Add the chopped onion. Right. Stir fry till the oil separates. Mm-hmm. And floats to the top. Okay. And, uh, my mother used to sprinkle water while frying the onion. Yes, yes. A lot of people do that. Yes. Uh-huh. Then add the mutton along with the marinade. Mm-hmm. Also add the hot water and bring to boil. Right. Then simmer, covered till the meat is done. Hmm. Stirring occasionally. Mm-hmm. Then if you are adding rice powder, mix the rice powder with a little water hmm. and add. Right. Stir so that no lump is formed. Correct, yes. Add the garam masala powder, mm-hmm. green chilies, mm-hmm. and the pepper powder. Mm-hmm. Switch off the gas and keep covered for five minutes. Okay. Add the mustard oil. Mm-hmm. Mustard oil can be optional. Huh? Yes, yes. If you don't like the taste, you don't have to add it. And right. chopped coriander. Hmm. Stir well and serve. Wonderful. With parathas. Nice. With parathas. This is uh, basically it's boneless meat. I'm presuming. No, not boneless. Normal. It's with bone. With bones. Ah, bones. Ah. Really interesting. This is, and I'm sure that little uh, mustard oil that went into the end would have really elevated the flavors to a totally different yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's raw, raw mustard oil. Yeah, raw mustard oil at the Lovely. end. Lovely. This this really so, sounds uh, interesting. Seems that we are enjoying the taste of raw mustard oil Correct. more and more nowadays. And in any case, in any case, it's going into the it's going into the hot curry. So there's going to be some amount of 
cooking that happened in the hot uh, no, yeah yeah but the flavor of uh, mustard oil will be there absolutely raw I'm flavor sure. will be there that's the whole idea of having the mustard oil in the end so that the flavor stands yeah. out yeah this is um, a really really wonderful so if eventually uh, what we understand is that for makhi who uh the most important meal like you mentioned is the breakfast breakfast and urukar bhuj right not breakfast Ur- dinner urukar dinner okay That's the previous night the, the previous night right uh-huh. right 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 the right. most important is urukar bhuj not the yeah bihu 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 breakfast that's the most important one and what happened when we are young we used to steal vegetables from our grandparents backyard we and we used to cook them and eat separately nothing like picking vegetables like that fresh out of the at night at night with a torch <laughs> And, and we used to be told as children, don't touch plants at night. They are asleep. They sleep like you people sleep. So don't disturb the plants at night. They used to tell us. I remember growing up. No, uh, no. But but for Mangbihu, Uruka, hmm. everything was considered. Everything is allowed. Anything. Yeah, everything is allowed. <laughs> and we wanted to sleep in the bhela ghar. Sometimes we did. But not for, not for the whole night. For some yeah. time, we slept in the villa also. I know, when, and that's the time that you get the opportunity to do what you want. So why would you want to waste time sleeping in any case? Yeah, yeah, it's really cozy with the uh, fire by your by your bed. And in that lovely chilly winter with uh, yeah. all of this excitement, who wants to sleep? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. and velagor is made in the open fields paddy fields yes so so totally these are such beautiful and such valuable memories i mean i think uh, i have a whole new understanding and a whole new respect for um you know traditions and uh, we have many traditions that will time take lots of time to discuss about those traditions we will do that is- most certainly most certainly i'm i'm surely going to be constantly um, in touch with you for for various things because uh, i have truly like i mentioned have a fascination for the region and uh, have very little understanding i would really enjoy understanding a lot more and perhaps i can do an entire series on just northeastern cooking from uh, in conversation <laughs> with you at some point uh, jyoti ji i'm definitely going to be doing that so um i think um, our listeners thank have you, had you, a lot thank of you, i hope you liked it and it was a joy talking to you and sharing <laughs> my hello and sharing my childhood memories with you and uh, listeners i am really enjoying it thank you and thank you so much you. you've taken time out of your schedule for us and for uh, you know spending time with us here i am truly grateful and it has been absolutely i am grateful to you payan because you have uh, you have got in touch with me through arundhati 
I have heard, I have I've searched you in net and I found it. Uh, you are in the Hall of Fame with 39 other achievers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was that was a very surprising honor. That was a wonderful honor. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's uh, it's uh, that was that was I think the highlight of uh, uh, the end of the year. That was truly the most surprising thing and a fabulous highlight for me. So it's uh, that recognition goes a long way in uh, you know encouraging me to continue the work that I do. Yeah, this year also uh, on ninth uh, January. Yeah, I was. Selected as one of the achievers who have achieved Excellent. something. Excellent. Women. Excellent. Women. Uh, as one of the out of 15 women, I was one. Fabulous. Uh, and in the culinary section. Wonderful. Not what? Uh, as a culinary side. This is, this is uh, absolutely wonderful. I think I saw that uh, on Facebook. So it's. Uh, I think it's just you amazing. Don't have to share, you don't have to share it with your listeners. Just I'm just talking with you right now. Just personal talk. <laughs> that hasn't yet stopped. I haven't stopped recording yet. Well, no, no, you should. Uh, <laughs> I haven't yet no, stopped. No, These are important no, no, things no, no, to no. know. These are important things for the <laughs> listeners to know. <laughs> So uh, I'll I'll uh, um, you know uh, no, I please, think I'll bring uh, this. Uh, please uh, omit this uh, things I have discussed at the end. I will do you that. I'll tell. Edit. I'll I'll remove this. I'll remove this from the end. So I'll just say thank you uh, for being here with us, and um, we will look forward to uh, many more stories from you. Okay. So I'll okay, I'll close this and for thank now. Thank you for selecting me. Thank you for selecting me. And thank you for selecting Asa. Thank you so much. Rasoi ke rahasika, ye bohat hi dilchasp episode pas yahan tak hi. Hum apne akhri padao par a chuke hain aur apne suna Asam ke baare mein ke wahan par magbiu kis tarah se manaya jata hai aur do bohat hi dilchasp recipes. हमसे जुड़े रहिए हमारे सोशल मीडिया पर इंस्टाग्राम फेसबुक पर और अगले एपिसोड की इंतजार करते हुए हम आपसे विदा लेते हैं अब तक के लिए नमस्कार नमस्कार लाइक दिस सोच कास्ट ट्यून इन फॉर मोर विद सोच कास्ट एप फ्रॉम द गूगल प्ले स्टोर 